I've been praying a lot more St. Michael prayers, and there's just this battle line that's been drawn in the digital world. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance and clarity in the midst of the world that we live in. I don't think any short podcast is going to give you that balance and clarity to last forever and ever. My hope, though, is that each week we can help you to take a step forward. This week, we are recording in the midst of uh, my kid's room. Zaley's at the door making signals. Leo's sitting right next to me. What take are we on? Uh, About 100. Yeah. So we have been trying to get a take, but I actually intentionally wanted to record this amidst the mess and midst of the house. Um, And the idea is that I'm pretty sure there are plenty of listeners out there who are trying to work from home or who have kids at home. And as this all continues, um, there are are things to learn. We go through different phases. Um, You remember one of my early episodes was finding the balance of prayer and work and study and community. And I'll stick with all of that. But uh, but yeah, I've gotten to a point where there's there's a bit of a mess and there's uh, quite a quite a struggle, especially with with screen time and um, what what we do to be able to to balance work. Sometimes it's allowing our kids to to veg for a little bit too long, and I will own up to the fact that that has has been the case. We're trying to have a screen free day, other than I guess the screen that's in front of me trying to record this, and that's that's just tough in the midst of this. So I thought we would talk a little bit about the the battle of teens and kids and adults and screens. Go ahead, Leo. Everybody's watching this. Don't use your phone. Okay. Well, yeah, that, see, that's the thing. Yeah. That we should maybe be on our phones less. That was always a little bit of a push. Um, but now it's a little bit more vital to have those devices. Leo was actually in one of the earlier takes pointing out what, what happened before we were, we were trying, you were playing basketball, but I was still um, trying to get some things done for work. And what happened? I said, come on, dad, I can play. Yep. And I said, we have to do work. Yeah. And it was, it, it's tough because we have all those things happen simul- happening simultaneously and there's no such thing for the present moment as childcare. And uh, yeah, balancing all of that is hard. So um, here's a little bit of a diagnostic on different age groups. Younger children are a bit stir crazy. Would you say that, Leo? Do you find yourself a little stir crazy? No, but my dad is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe true. <laughs> um, they're trying to online school. We took a, a break from that this week, but we're going to go back to it next week. Not every kid is online schooling. And I understand there are some parents who are out there trying to move their kids forward. Um, but school has officially just sort of shut down and maybe there isn't an online or even paper curriculum that they're sending you. Um, kids can be messy and loud, but wonderful. Right, Leo? Extremely. Right. Um, Allowing them to veg so that you can get things done or have a quote unquote moment or even a few hours is a major temptation. Um, And when we allow kids to veg, they can quickly adapt and learn and wander onto things. What's one of your favorite things to do on your iPad? Go on what? Um, Play Madden 12. Likes to play Madden 12, which is is okay. And when you want to watch football highlights, where do you go? NFL.com and I also go to YouTube. Right. So NFL.com, we can kind of filter, but YouTube, yeah, we, uh, that's, that's really tough. And even if you have good filtration software, when a kid watches one video, if you allow them to watch a series of videos, it can very easily go down a rabbit hole. Even if you're filtering out things like, uh, you know, really bad things in terms of nudity and such, um, you have good filtration software, you still have to be vigilant and be a part of that. 
even if you're allowing your kids to to use filtered streaming services, which you have parental controls on, content can be agenda-driven, ideologically malformative, uh, characters can be downright rude, and that's even when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in terms of covenant eyes or other forms of things that you have in your home. Um, when kids disappear onto screens, even if they're watching Lives of the Saints and, and Bible videos all day, it's still not good um, because that that constant like upload of screen time causes just bad things in terms of crazy behavior afterwards, um, short temperedness and just a, a tendency to disengage. It's psychologically and socially not the best thing. Now, teens, and we don't have any teenagers in the house yet, although Leo next to me just turned double digits this week, um, but teens and middle schoolers are tending to be chained to their rooms more than ever. If you're a listener, you know that I, I work with teens um, as a campus minister of an all-girls Catholic high school, that I work in youth ministry in my parish, and, and we're, we're seeing more and more that it's hard to get teens out of their rooms and out of even their beds. They're on devices more than ever, um, even so that they can do schoolwork, and they're prone to being anxious, even though that we would have all said a few months ago that anxiety and depression are exponentially elevated among our, our middle schoolers and our teens, now even more so because of the environment that we're in. Sports, extracurriculars, healthy outlets have been taken away. Um, we have middle schoolers and teens who are starving for interaction more than ever and yet they're they're vulnerable to toxic and, and numbing content. Um, and because of that, they're vulnerable to the pornography industry that's prowling like a roaring lion seeking for someone to devour, making their content free. They're more likely to interact in toxic ways with peers, whether it's trafficking images or really being sucked into the violence of the video gaming world. Um, it can be more and more consuming. I'm not trying to freak you out, but I'm, I'm reporting what I'm, what I'm seeing and hearing. And um, even if you are listening to some of the, the webinars that we're doing, we were on with the director of youth ministry in the Archdiocese of New Orleans, who is, was sharing that this is a real concern. Um, there is a battle that's happening now. Did you want to say something, Leo? Go ahead. Um, I just want to make sure that I love you all who are watching this. Be Catholic. Cool. Thanks, bud. So parents, even more than ever, are, are drawn into their screens. This is a reality for whether it's it's even news binging, and you can say, well, I got to know what's going on. Um, or there's some sort of study out there that the average streaming length per household is something like eight plus hours now of streaming on, on Netflix, on, on whatever whatever app you're on. Yeah, just just videos and stuff, right? Adults are hurting and scrambling, working from home, maybe looking for work, um, maybe out on the front lines and then kind of kind of back and forth uh, managing all of that. And it's tempting to leave middle schoolers and teens to their screens. It's tempting to leave um, even younger kids to their screens when you get home. Um, we're even now more likely to just take our hands off the wheel because we're juggling so much. Uh, and we, of course, are vulnerable ourselves, not just to mindlessly screaming, but even to the pornography industry, which is trying to vie for attention and cause toxic and addictive behaviors that will make tons and tons of money um, in the future. So as Catholics, overall, there seems to be this 
also increase of evangelical activity. And maybe that's where you found this. You, you may have been a listener before all this, but we found that at Ascension, there are, are more people who are looking for Catholic content. There are more who are, are looking for ways to engage with, with the mass and with devotions and with rosary. And so there's an evangelical invasion of the digital continent that we've been talking about. But along with that, the battle lines have been set up. Uh, I, I personally have, uh, I've been rewatching some Lord of the Rings and it's been making me realize this, this battle. And I see it in our home. I see it in, in our attitudes and the, the tendency and the temptation to be short-tempered. I've, I've been praying a lot more St. Michael prayers, and there's just this battle line that's been drawn in the digital world. And the digital world itself is maybe a little bit like that ring that Gollum was supposed to throw into Mordor, that Frodo was supposed to throw in, or however it got in there. Eventually it did. And, and yet we, we've got to figure out how to be able to, to appropriately use the technology that we have. Because let's face it, if, if this had happened 20, 30 years ago, we would have very few ways to connect and interact. Um, what are some good things, Leo, that you think you've been able to do through screens during all of this? Have you been able to communicate with people in our family and friends? Um, my cousins, my friends, um, Christine, my mom's friend. And I was trying to call my mom, but I couldn't because my dad said so. He was on this like camera thing. I don't know if you're on the same company as him. <laughs> So yeah, he's talking about yeah times that he's walked in while we're doing webinars and stuff. So, but he's found some positive things that he can do, but it's just, it's managing all of that in an appropriate way. So I wanted to talk a little bit about a game plan. Um, pray, pray the St. Michael prayer often and keep the rosary going in your home. And I'm going to say from experience that keeping it going is, is really important, or at least a rosary a day. And there will be temptations and excuses to, to not do that, even though it seems like, oh, we shouldn't be as busy because we're home. Um, things will vie for your attention, but be non-negotiable about your daily rosary. And of course, uh, we have a, a streaming rosary at Ascension that happens at 4 p.m. Eastern every day that you can be a part of. Just make sure you pray that rosary. Keeping to some sort of schedule is important, but don't panic if it doesn't hold. As we found over these last five weeks, there's so many variables that happen, especially in the work-at-home world and the way that school projects and other things are working, or even just dealing with the particular needs on particular days that people in your household have. Um, having that the train tracks is still good. Having those non-negotiable things or adjusting your schedule, just keeping to, to something. When it's not working, having those come-to-Jesus meetings as a family, very important. Seeking a balance of screen time. If you read books, then your kids are more likely to read books. And I've got 10 fingers pointing back at myself. The more you are doing reading, the more your kids are likely to read. Find ways to yourself unplug that are, are non-toxic, um, especially if you're having to use more and more technology for, for work and for, for education and such. Do not lose the the beauty of books. I'm I'm looking across at me. What, what are we looking at a stack of over there? Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of books. Right. And Leo last week just kind of organized all of his books in his room, and um, we've been trying to encourage more and more of of that that reading. And uh, and sometimes we find like no, it hasn't happened for the last couple of days the way that it should, and so we have to go back to it. Filter your internet for porn and bad content. Make sure that there's filtration in there. Make sure you talk to your kids about this. That um, this was a, a Matt Frad suggestion that that really stuck with us. That he just told his kids that if they ever see things online like people who are um, naked and acting inappropriate 
appropriately and encourage them that you'll be proud if they tell you about it so you can have the conversation and your kids don't end up in an isolated world of screens that draws them into to negative things. And yes, my son is sitting right next to me while I'm saying that um, because I want him to know that there there are dangers out there and that he can he can talk to me about whatever it is that he sees so we can talk about it in a mature and appropriate way. Even after you make rules about screens, make sure that that screens don't ever go into into bedrooms or private spaces. As much as possible as a family, make sure that if you are on screens, even for whatever kind of, you know, uh, show watching or unwinding that you're doing, make sure that it's in some way communal. The more it's isolating, the more toxic it is. And don't let up. Be a force for positive interaction. Um, If you're growing weary, say prayer and move back in. Just make sure that you're not allowing those hours and hours to to happen of screen time. Um, And I'm saying that because, yeah, there have been days where where that's happened and that's what we're trying to, to work against. Get your teens out of their beds and out of their rooms. Even if you feel like you have to be a nag to do it, you're, you're doing them a favor. Find ways to just, to just draw them out of that because that isolating world can be such a, such a toxic thing for so many reasons. I guess maybe more than anything, I just want to, uh, express a a bit of solidarity. I have a feeling that this particular thing is something that others are, are aware of that you're trying to, to figure out how to, how to make the, the experience of the digital continent a positive thing, how to bring your your young people along on this. Maybe the the bigger picture that you're you're still working with is how the heck do I work at home and make sure that positive things are happening for for my children. Um, Leo, any any closing tips that you would have for families who are dealing with all the stuff that we're dealing with? Um, just stay home and be safe. So stay home, be safe, make sure that you're continuing to do that. And while you're home and safe, what do you think the most important thing to grow in our Catholic faith is? Um, Watch Mass every single day if you can. Yeah, yeah, to to continue plugged into the Mass and the sacraments and prayer. So all of that to say uh, we're we're hanging in there and uh, we're seeking to grow through all of this. It's okay to say that hard things are hard, and, and this is, uh, yeah, it's a hard thing, and yet uh, God is faithful. So moving forward in continued Easter joy, I'm Colin McIver and Leah McIver, reminding you to take a step forward.